Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. You're listening to The Hammer and Nigel Show. Did you watch any of that town hall last night while you were watching the uh, Senate vote on the uh, debt ceiling? Oh, yeah, they back were cutting forth? in and out, going back and forth. It was, uh, it was a boring night last night, <laughs> Nigel. I'm not going to lie to Hannity, you. The Hannity-Trump town hall didn't do much for you? Well, it was one of those shows where Hannity had like a studio audience, right? He wasn't in his normal studio. It was a bigger auditorium. Doesn't he always have a studio audience? Like three days a week, yeah, it feels like. like. He's Not on all location. The time. But, and, and the crowd was into it, but there just really wasn't anything new. There wasn't anything like, oh my God, I can't believe Donald Trump went there that came out of last night. So it, to me, honestly, the key moment was when Sean Hannity was talking to Donald Trump about hey, maybe you need to pick your battles a little bit. Maybe you need to slow down on the nicknames or whatnot. And the crowd turned on Sean Hannity. Those people that maybe are in the middle a little more, and the argument that they make to me is, if he would just tone it down a hair, stop a little of the name calling. Hang on. I said it's their question. Leave me alone. So a very pro-Trump wow. crowd, obviously. Yeah, that's the that's the. I mean, usually what happens at town halls. But I do think the question has some merit. The Trump fan is going to be like, "Hell yeah, keep calling those names. I love it when you call her horse face, the sanctimonious. Keep bringing it on." But are you going to win over any undecided swing votes by doing that? Yeah, you probably turn them off. Probably turn off the independents. I mean, we we had four years of that. Look, what he did uh, leading up to the 2016 election obviously worked. Something wasn't working right in the 2020 election. And, you know, and I'm not saying all of it was on the up and up in terms of the, the ballot harvesting and, you know, cheap by mail stuff. But, uh, but, but, you know, maybe switch it up. Switch the game up just a little bit because it didn't work in 2020. Here is uh, Sean Hannity last night asking Donald Trump, if you are gifted another term how long would it take you to turn things around in this country i think very quickly let me just say so i heard the sanctus saying oh well i get eight years i get eight years he gets four you don't need four and you don't need eight you need six months within six months i said within six months this can be done other than other than you don't need eight years. And frankly, I wouldn't vote for him because he said, you need eight years. You need six months. We're going to drill. We're going to get our energy down. When the energy comes down, other things come down. See, I like that. And we're going to take care of things. We're going to immediately close up the border. We had the, we had the greatest border. We had the safest border in the history of our country. Now we have the worst border in the history of the world. So if you're going to give us answers, that's great. I'll believe that. If you're going to tell me day one, you're going to go back to your policies at the border, and that's fine. 
But for a lot of people, they're going to hear that, wait a minute, everything, you're just going to snap your fingers in six months? You had four years. Now, I will give him about three and a half because the way COVID sucked the life out of everything, yeah, it's tough to get a good gauge on that. But if you're somebody that's in the middle or maybe you're a DeSantis fan, maybe you're a Tim Scott fan, you're thinking to yourself, okay, how are you going to do this in six months when you really have three and a half years to play with? And there's a good chance you're going to have a Democratic Senate when you get in there. Um, here's a little bit more from last night. Donald Trump claiming he would end the war in Ukraine in 24 hours. I want to stop the war. I don't want that war to continue. And I'll stop that war. Mark my words. I'll stop that war in 24 hours. But we're in a position. Mr. President, let me ask. Serious question. How do you stop that war in 24 hours? I know both. And frankly, uh, Zelensky was very good because, they, you know, he was part of the phone call. And he said he didn't say anything wrong to me. The Democrat, he could have gone in grandstand and said, well, I felt threatened. I felt threatened. He didn't. I get along with him. I get along with Putin. Uh, I will get them into a room and they will. And I know an exact way. Number one, you tell one, you're not going to get anything unless you make a deal. You tell the other one, they're going to get a lot unless you make a deal. And you just sit them and you put them in and you have to make a determination. And within, I'm telling you, within 24 hours, that whole thing will be settled. Now, he goes on to say that you could only do that from a position of power in the Oval Office. Like, he can't just fly there right now and say, guys, let's end this. You have to be coming from a position of power where you can leverage trade and you know things like that maybe uh, you know hand over the Donbass region to putin um and leave crimea alone where it's at and then give Zelensky certain security guarantees but you're not joining nato or something along those lines i have no idea how you the art of the deal yeah that's I what mean. it would come down to and Granted, he was not going to give away exactly what he was going to say in those conversations. But what I did like from Trump last night, he was giving you a little bit more information on how he wanted to do these things. It wasn't just, I'll end it. And they went on to a next question. And hat tip to Sean Hannity for actually asking a good follow-up question. How are you going to do that? You made him answer the question. Well, Hannity's taken dings for, I mean, all the headlines on uh, mainstream news outlets. Hannity vows not to fact-check Trump during the town hall, which is not exactly what he said. He said, quote, I'm not there to debate the candidate. I'm not there to argue with the candidate. I'm there to ask questions and let the candidate give their answers and let the audience speak their, ask their questions. Like, he really took issue with how Caitlin Collins from CNN kept interrupting him back and forth. Quote, people can fact check Trump's answers all they want afterwards, but the reality is I want to hear what he has to say in his own words and let him finish a thought. So that's kind of what his strategy was. Caitlin Collins thought it was a town hall with her and Donald Trump. And that's not how it's supposed to be. If the candidate goes up there and says something and you think it's false, then don't vote for him. That's that simple. But it's not the moderator's job to get up there and spar and debate and make yourself part of the story. Um, Here is Donald Trump last night on What's shaping up to be a pretty crowded field of Republicans running against him? I, I don't think it matters. Uh, I, I don't know why people are doing it. They're at 1%. Some are at zero. 
I hear Chris Christie's coming in. He, he's at... <laughs> he was at... He was at 6% in New Jersey, which is... I love New Jersey. But 6% approval rating in New Jersey. What's the purpose? And he's, he's polling at zero. And some... Uh, you know, it's fine, but I don't understand what they're doing. Now, maybe there's something wrong, but when you're at 1% or less, you know, 1%, it says 1% with an arrow pointing left. There's one guy who's at zero with an arrow pointing left. That means he's at less than zero. So uh, it is what it is. You know, I, I really go after the one who's second. And I think the one who's second is going down so much and so rapidly that I don't think he's going to be second that much longer. I think he's going to be third or fourth. So that was Donald Trump reacting to Chris Christie, Mike Pence rumors that they're going to be jumping in the mix next year. But listen, man, I don't know how big the crowd was. You know, I've seen different pictures online. Sometimes it's hard to tell what's real, what's not, when the picture was taken. But the folks that were there were passionate about Donald Trump. This is the crowd breaking into a chant. I think this was during a commercial break. We love Trump. We love Trump. Yeah, I mean, it's at a Trump town hall. Right. But, you know, I mean, for all this talk that DeSantis this and DeSantis that, there's still a very large percentage of people who feel like Donald Trump is their candidate. They're not going to vote for anybody else. And he's the guy to beat. And I don't think anything happened last night to make anybody change their minds one way or the other. It's the Hammer and Nigel show.